listener, and welcome to this week's episode of the Better Than Vine podcast. I'm your host, personal trainer, wellness coach, and positive psychology practitioner, Darlene Marshall. And this week, we're going to do something a little bit different on the show. So as part of the editorial standard for the show, we want to bring you information that when we have a guest in, they're a subject matter expert. And typically, that means it's somebody who has education, certification, or maybe they've even done original research on the thing that we're going to talk about. But education is not the only way to develop expertise. And today's guest, I think, is a perfect example of somebody who has gained an incredible body of knowledge through being out there in the world doing the thing that they do. And if you'd asked me a couple of months ago, I would have been like, eh, but let me tell you a quick story. Cause you know, I love to start the show with a, a little story. Back in December, I turned 40 and one of my lovely friends gave me this great gift. My friend Ellie knows just cause we've got a friendship built on deep trust. She knows that I've always been really uncomfortable styling myself to prepare for the public speaking I do, the keynotes, the workshops, the whole thing. And she always looks great. So over the years of being good friends with her, I've said, like, this stuff makes me uncomfortable and you always look great. What's the deal? And she had this stylist and she's told me about the stylist before, but she knows because I'm weird about it. I was never going to do it. And so for my 40th birthday, she gave me a session with her stylist. And I got to say, you want to talk about a practitioner who knows how to hold space and I'm somebody that that's what I do all day, right? It's holding space for other people's stories, for other people work on themselves. And to have that space then held for me was something that made me that kind of uncomfortable. Um, and to totally call myself in on it. I think I cried like three times in that hour. And our guest today did such an exceptional job of creating a safe space for me to look at the thing that she is a subject matter expert on, blown away, completely changed how I think about not just myself in this domain, but about style in general and the way, the role that style plays in our lives. So my guest today is Lulu Story. She's got 33 years of experience in style and fashion, two things that three months ago I would have told you I was allergic to regularly appears in, in major media. So BBC Radio, Telegraph, Marie Claire. She was even part of a Tresemme campaign that they put her on a shampoo bottle. That's a new one for Better Than Fine. Um, so Lulu Story, professional stylist, welcome to Better Than Fine. I'm so excited to share your wisdom and expertise with us. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome from across the pond to BTS. Indeed. I know. I'm just channeling. I'm just pretending like I'm over in the States. It's very exciting to be with you. Well, you'll be here soon. Maybe we'll have a chance then. Uh, but welcome. So. Welcome to the show. And I want to start off with, you know, you really changed my idea of the role that style can play in well-being. And, and like, I know this is like the third time I've done this joke since I started the intro, but three months ago... I would have poo-pooed it, but what do you think in your expertise, why do you think personal style has such an impact on well-being? Sell the listeners like you've convinced me. <laughs> well, 
when I was prepping for this and I knew this was going to be one of my questions, I started writing it out and I, I feel like, oh my goodness, we could just do the whole show on this one question about why, why does style have such an impact on our well-being? I mean, I think the first thing is if we don't have a sense of our own self and what, what we need and who we are, then whatever we go out and do in our lives, we're going to struggle with. We have to have a clear understanding of what we're about, what makes us tick, what our tastes are, what excites us, just to feel like a fully fledged version of ourselves. So for a lot of people, when they come to me, they they may have never discovered that. It may be something that they have never unearthed. And for other people, it's that they knew it at one stage in their lives. And as they've gone down the path of life, they have lost it, maybe through motherhood, maybe through being a complete workaholic and just getting so caught up and lost in that, that they've then lost their sense of identity. So I think that's the first element is like knowing yourself and being at peace with who you are. Oh, it's just so interlinked with our clothes, like what we're putting on our bodies and what we're, how we're feeling in our bodies is such an impact, has such an impact. And if you're not dressing in a way that makes you feel like yourself your best self um then i think it really really matters okay, i mean I let's, let's, <laughs> let's dig into this because again if it's so interesting to me because i'm a person that spends my time helping people feel good in their bodies and about their bodies and mm -hmm. they, it, it seems so obvious now that my perspective has shifted on it but i think that this idea that how we dress ourselves, how we present ourselves to the world and how we style that, right, helps us to feel more comfortable and confident in our bodies. But we're so often told that it's supposed to be a certain way, whether we're talking about how we move, the shape of our bodies, and also how we dress them, that it creates this idea that I'm somehow wrong if I don't conform to that. Um, and I think that that's a block for a lot of people. Are you comfortable speaking to that at all? Because you're talking about identity. And oftentimes our identity when we're developing is put on us instead of being something we feel like we can organically share with the world. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very interesting in every person is going to have a very different um, experience. So for some people, maybe as they were growing up, um, their parents were very encouraging about how to express themselves. Maybe their parents themselves really understood clothing and dressing. And I think one of the things that people, the stumbling block I see is the shame of like, I almost should know how to do this. And why don't I know how to do this? But it's almost like any life skill. I mean, I use cooking as a reference a lot, but if you weren't around homemade food, if your parents didn't know how to put together a good meal, if you didn't have access to great ingredients, then you can't be blamed if you don't know how to put together a good meal. So it is a life skill that if you haven't learned it or you haven't been taught it or you haven't picked it up from what's around you, then it's completely understandable why you'd be having trouble with it. Um, and I think in the world that we're in now, there is so much more choice, so much more ability to be inspired than there was in the past. So it's a skill now that can be picked up and learnt um, 
And it may not be innate for everyone, but I really do believe that everyone can learn it. And I also believe that everyone has an instinct for what's right and wrong for them. And it's my job to kind of unearth the instinct instinct and like unearth what their kind of their style is. Oh, you said so many insightful things there. First off, I love the cooking metaphor and the recognition that it's a set of skills. And that's true of so many of the things that we talk about on this show. And you hit the nail on the head, right? The, the shoulding on ourselves. Um, we talk about on the show that shame, blame, and guilt are the, the three horsemen of the self-care apocalypse. And and so many elements of what you're talking about. And I know that in our session, and I'm totally comfortable sharing what happened in our session, but in our session, we talked a lot about shame and the way being in a bigger body in a ruler, ruler, rural, that's the word I'm trying to get, rural environment, um, that there weren't a lot of options. I grew up having to wear men's clothes very often, and that made me feel like something was wrong with me. Mm. And so when someone's having that kind of shame and the shooting and okay lulu's telling me it's supposed to be a skill but it's a skill i didn't learn and i'm supposed to be an adult and how do you meet someone in that place or to our listeners who maybe aren't ready to work with a stylist or that's outside of their resources how did they work through that resistance of this isn't for me. Fashion's not for me. Style isn't for me. Because you talked about authenticity. And I think that's the key. But I want to hear what you think about it. Yeah, well, I first of all think fashion and style are very different. You know, what's in fashion and what's uh, modern isn't necessarily what what you will take think of as great mm. style. And great style is actually about having knowing your standards um, and making sure that you stand by them. And then I think having a vision for yourself. Um, and often, you know, style can be about how you look after your skin, how you look after your body, how you organize yourself. It's the self-care element of it too. Um, so th there's that element to think about. The next thing I would say is really stop worrying about yourself and your style and your body shape and all that just like put that to one side for just a minute and I want, <laughs> I want the listener to think about well what's their sense of taste and what is mm. it that really lights them up so one of the things that I will get my clients to do I can't actually remember if we did this we did do this I know what you're gonna say we did do this we did it about the moonstone necklace go ahead okay yes yes of course yeah. we did yes so I ask people to think about what is their favorite aesthetic item they own or even just looking around them like where they are in that room right now what item do you look at and go oh, I really like how that looks so for instance if I'm just looking around me now this isn't my like go-to item but just it's a great kind of explain it's just a water bottle but what I love about it is you know I love that the color is like this neon orange weirdly enough not that dissimilar from my nails it's got this statement kind of color, it's impactful. I love the sleekness of the bottle. I love the shape of it. I love the kind of silver top that feels really modern and clean and crisp for me. So just by describing a water bottle, I can really like, I get a sense of what I like. And I think, and these words that I'm using to describe a water bottle can often give you real insight into what is missing for you in your style. And I call these, you know, your style words, finding your anchors that you can start to go, ah, okay, 
that helps me understand a little bit more about me. And that's often where I start with people who are feeling quite, well, pretty much everyone, but where people in particular who've, who've come to me and like, style really isn't for me. You know, I, I'm going to be difficult for you to style. You're not going to be. I'm like, you're, you're special, but you're not that special. <laughs> oh, I like that line too. Everyone. <laughs> and I know that we only we only had that one session together, but mm -hmm. it really has taught me a lot about myself in that even what you're saying, like, oh, style isn't for me. This isn't for me. And what I picked up out of it was that, oh, my dismissiveness is coming out of resistance that came from things years ago that were you know, socially determinant that had nothing to do with who I actually am and what style actually is. And from that descriptive exercise, which I totally would have poo-pooed. I'm going to own my own junk here. A few months ago, I'm like, yeah, that's not going to help. And it really being open to that experience and being willing to explore changed a lot about how I related to myself in these ways. You're listening to the Better Than Fine podcast. I'm your host, Arlene Marshall. My guest is Lulu Story. And we're talking about how do you empower your style? How do you, uh, we're talking about so much more than that, but how do you open up to these ideas of how you present yourself to the world in an authentic way? And I want to go back to this descriptive exercise of why do you like the things you like? Talk talk to yourself, write it out, talk to a friend is what Lulu's inviting you to do around the things that you find aesthetically appealing. Your taste is an opportunity to explore. And then you can use that as a lens to reflect back on how, how you want to show up. And that's really what one of the big things that you did for me was make me feel safe in doing that. So first off, thank you for that. Pleasure. But it is and really I should, powerful. I should say that, you know, the reason that this all came about, if you don't mind me diving into a bit of a story, yeah, yeah. is I that my own experience, you know, despite having worked in the fashion and styling world for since I was a wee bairn, a little girl, mm -hmm. you know, very young. It was one of my first jobs was working in the retail industry. And, you know, I loved, I loved clothes, but it was always something I found I could do for others. I felt more natural to dress other people than I did myself. And when I had my daughter, and after that, I suffered with postnatal depression. I really, mm. my body shape changed. I lost a, a complete sense of who I was. I was quite shocked at how much I struggled. And I remember thinking, God, I'm meant to be starting my own business as a stylist. And how the hell am I going to do it if I feel and look like this? But it was, as we all know, when these things come up, these challenges end up being our biggest gift because they show us the way, they help us to empathize. And what I realized was I needed to be my own first client. And I had this gorgeous, like, navy, very simple leather bag and I just literally wrote out and described that bag. And that was where it began. And I used to have these words. So when I lost that sense of who I, I was, because I could so easily help others, but it was me that needed to show up, me that needed to be visible. How was I going to grow my business? How was I going to grow my brand? How were people going to invest in me and believe in me if I couldn't even do it for myself? It was this bag and describing why I loved that bag that made me, I mean, it wasn't year, it was years later that the style words thing came from, but that was how it almost all began. And it started to make me realize that when we try and describe ourselves, 
we end up putting like labels on who we are. Well, you know, I'm this high, I'm this shape, apple, pear, you know, I'm, I'm this kind of colorings. And it was all this kind of these boxes that we end up putting ourselves in. And I was just like, well, who are you? I don't need your labels. I want to know who you are. And just like I was, who was I showing up as? Who was I wanting to become? You know, I had such visions for my business and for who, what I wanted to achieve. And so that's where the words then started to kind of grow from that. Um, and really that kind of idea of how do I start making an impression on others? But we've heard that before from stylists. Actually, what we maybe haven't heard is how do I start making an impression on myself? Like, how do you feel before you step out the door, before, you know, yes. you meet people, before, you know, that is where we have to focus our attention. Well, and it's that lens that really... Has, has caused me to lean so much into your content and your viewpoint and your way of thinking, because it is so different. And I want to, I want to pull the listener in. We have so many people who listen to this show that are coaches, personal trainers, well-being practitioners, positive psychology people. And so many of the things that you just said about your own process, and thank you so much for sharing that context. Those are things that those other <laughs> practitioners, uh, encounter and feel and the resistance of it of, well, who am I? Who am I to do this for others? And what you described was the process of coaching yourself first, right? My my husband and I have a joke. He's also a personal trainer. And, and one of our jokes is I got to go train my most important client, which is me. <laughs> right. So, okay. I just did my, my, my five stack of clients. I ground through, yep. Time to go train my most important client. And and that that is actually the most important session of the day. And so this guidance that you've just given so wisely to our listeners who are newer coaches, newer trainers, newer practitioners is start with applying the tools to yourself, coaching yourself. And, and you described writing down the description of the bag when I coach myself, I do it in writing. I, I have two columns and I have a conversation with myself as if I was my own coach to open these things up. And I'm also going to say that when you hit that resistance point, getting a qualified practitioner in the space you're trying to work in, uh, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. And the the ways in which you were able to open up my my blocks and the ways I was in my own way um, is really remarkable just because you are such an expert in your space and, and because you do it so differently than everyone else I've encountered in your space. Yeah, and I think we see, don't we, you know, I love a transformation show and I, you know, I wrote a, a transformation TV show in lockdown that unfortunately hasn't got to production, but we didn't yet see it come to life yet. But I think, you know, the challenges we often see with these transformation shows, you know, Queer Eye being, you know, one that I love, love watching, is that often you'll see the fashion person come in and go, disgusting, get rid of that. Why have you got that? Oh. It's a very, it's, it's, it's full on. And I think for me, I want to, you know, I'm tough, as you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, no. let's not look at this. I have the conversation that you probably, oh, you know, but we went deep we went deep real fast <laughs> but what's so exciting is that ultimately 
you know, how how you feel on a day to day basis is going to impact what you believe you can achieve. And I think the problem and the challenge we often have in the world that we're living in is that we're hi we're hiding away. We're, we're in at home, but we're trying to be visible. So it becomes quite false. And that's where kind of a lot of imposter syndrome can come up because you're 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 just getting dressed for other people. So I would really challenge and I challenge myself on this, too, because I have noticed that since moving, I've just moved house. You know, I've, I'm kind of not in a co-working space. I've got my own office and things have shifted. And actually, I am less visible, but I'm more visible to me. And actually, I'm how am I showing up and getting dressed every day? So I love that your husband has that analogy. I'm completely going to steal that one. Take it. I, Run with it. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it in my back pocket. Because I think actually how we get dressed for ourselves every day and a lot of lot of people come to me and they'll just apply. I think even you you said this, you know, I've got all these speaking engagements, you know, I've got all these moments where I've got to show up. And that is how people justify it, you know, professionally, I've got, I need it, therefore I'll spend money on it. But really often what we end up doing is the impact outside of the professional space, because that weekend, how you're showing up at the weekend for your partner, like so many of us, I mean, I've been with my husband 20 years and it's like, how's that going? You know, how am I showing up for him? <laughs> Is she, he's showing up for me. You know, our clothes can end up having changing people's response to ourselves, but also adapting our response to ourselves, you know, how we're showing up. And I think shaking that energy, you know, what is it you want to feel in the next few months? Is it that you want to feel a bit more sexy? Is it that you want to feel a bit more powerful? Is it that you want to feel a little bit more spicy? Because clothing can do that for you. Clothing can help you lean into a version of yourself that's been dormant for a while. Yeah, and and I remember when this happened in the session too. Um, you, how do you want to feel is one of my core client questions. And when you said it to me in our session, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. You actually really do get it from this lens. Uh, and it was so exciting for me. And I think, you know, as we're talking about stepping into uh, the space, stepping into yourself, I know I shared this with you in that session too, is I, I primarily work from home unless I'm on a paid speaking engagement. I'm, I'm virtual most of the time. And for a couple of years, I'd just been dressing from like the rib cage up. Mm. And from the first day after our session, and since then, completely different process of starting my day because of, of the work that we did. You're listening to the Better Than Fine podcast. I'm your host, Darlene Marshall. My guest is Lulu Story, and we're talking about how do you empower your style? And if style is a representation of well-being, how does that change the way we think about something as simple as getting dressed every day? Um, Lulu, are you comfortable sharing your style words? You mentioned style words a second ago as kind yeah. of like your launch off point. What are your style words? So my personal words are cool, elegant, and statement. And the way that I break it up, so after we've kind of got clear and we've created like an encyclopedia of all your words from describing, you know, your objects, describing maybe your icons, people that you look up to. So I know that we discussed Jenna Lyons with you, with somebody that really sparked um, an idea and a kind of, oh, you got a little like, oh, yeah. Um, so once I didn't know who she was before our session either. So the other thing that you gave me was like, I didn't even know where to start looking. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. it. When I'm so kind of engrossed and just 
enveloped in the industry you know I have that knowledge but as soon as I can help people to match up with other icons or influences or people that they we're not trying to do their style on you we're just trying to understand what it is that excites you and start using the words that you would use to describe them because that bit you need to honor within yourself whatever you're craving is what you need to honor and start dressing for um so the three words basically break down into how how you want to feel um how you want to be perceived and then the third word is often the opposite of your alarm words and your alarm words are basically when you're not feeling so good so if you're you know i'm feeling frumpy i'm feeling um overly comfortable i'm feeling mumsy i'm feeling invisible whatever your words your negative alarm words what would they be for you Darling. I'm trying to remember what they were and I don't have the the document open that we worked through. Um, I think I think some version of like frumpy, uncomfortable, meaning very specifically that the clothes didn't fit properly, like, you know, too small or too short or whatever. Um, and just like self-conscious, I think was the other one. Yeah. And then my third word was play. So my yeah. three words were powerful. And of course, you know, for the people watching on YouTube, the Wonder Woman memorabilia behind me. So that immediately comes to mind. So it was powerful, dynamic, like it's got to match the hair or it doesn't work. Um, yeah. and, and play. I want to have a sense of play and not just a sense of responsibility to like, okay, I got to dress for my corporate thing. And what I found again, like our conversation was really aimed at like, okay, I got to go be an adult sometimes and like stand on a stage and look like a person that you should listen to and feel like a subject matter expert. And instead what happened was waking up in the morning and not being like, oh God, I got to put clothes on. I got to put clothes on because like an adult wears clothes, but I hate clothes because I hate having to do this. And instead for the very first time in my life, that I can remember other than like my wedding dress. Um, I, I looked forward to getting dressed. I don't think well, I had ever on a normal day been excited about an outfit. Yeah, you brought, you brought your inner child along and it wasn't that you were having to fight with them anymore. They were actually part of the, the conversation. And that third word is often the word that we don't do so, don't do so well at, you know, it's the one, one that we fall off so for me you know I'm really good at helping everyone how am I being visible to help other people be visible it, you know that statement word rings in my head well don't be invisible make sure that you're making a statement because that is what I want to lead with but it's the thing that probably disappears the quickest and easiest so making sure that that third word is almost like your growth word it's the word that you want to lean into that you struggle with and the play is just such, it means so many, there'll be layers to all your words because play to me, and obviously words are so personal, has, you know, the colors that you can, you can coordinate together or play with. It's the energy that you're bringing to the actual dressing. It's the fact that maybe you're just bringing in something that's a little bit unexpected or, uh, you know, a bit cheeky or fun. You know, it's, it's the fact that it, there's so much you can do with that word. And how positive it feels to embody that. I'm sure it's a really great word. Oh yeah, it's been really fun. But also what's interesting to me hearing you say that is your third word was was statement, right? Yeah. 
And um, when you described the water bottle, you were describing the boldness of the color and how it matches mm -hmm. your nails. And so being, you're drawn to statements already, but you know, even you <laughs> having to remind yourself. And I point that out because one of the things I really try to do with this show uh, for our listeners is so often in the social media world, right? You talked about, okay, I'm alone, but I'm dressing for a projection of myself online. People create this veneer. I'm the expert. I'm the person who's got it all figured out. Uh, there's pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Uh, and in reality, we're all people. And even the experts, even the people that any of us look up to or admire are still in the process of being a human being and having real human problems, right? And this was this has been a block for me my whole adult life. I I remember my corporate training job being like, hey, at least they don't have to pick what color to wear because they all make me wear black. And now when I was like, okay, I don't ever want to wear black fitness clothes again for my life, but I didn't know, I struggled. I literally, I would go into my favorite athleisure brand store and I would just stand there and like turn around and be like, I don't, I feel ridiculous in all of this. What do I do? Uh, and, and it's really given me so many tools. So I thank you so much, Lulu. Um, if, if someone is feeling overwhelmed by all of this, if you were going to give them one thing to start, just one thing that they could do to, to step through the struggle bus, what would it be? Um, you're restricting me to one thing. Oh my goodness. Oh, well, okay. Give me one okay. Where could they start? I would, <laughs> I would say what, what, what are you already doing that you can make 10% better? So mm. is it that you, and something you already feel more comfortable at. So is it that, you know, you like getting your nails done? Could you just choose a slightly, think about what word would really excite you? Um, could you just maybe push the boundary a little bit with the kind of nails you have done? Is it that you own a lot of jewelry and you never wear it? Is it that you've completely forgotten about you know, cleansing and looking after your skin, you know, could you just go on a mission to make your skin feel 10% better? I would say that if you are really in a place of overwhelm, then just do something you're already doing a little bit more and just see if you can push those boundaries and have a bit more fun, become a bit more kind of excited around it. Yeah, I want to speak to, I'm going to use specifically the jewelry example, because this is mm -hmm. something that we didn't specifically talk about, but has changed a lot since our conversation. Um, and it perfectly fits into this paradigm shift that you've given us today. I didn't wear a lot of my jewelry since I started working from home, because the jewelry was for everyone else. Yes. And so I wasn't wearing any of it. <laughs> And, you know, after our session, I know, you know, I went on that shopping trip. People who follow me on Instagram have probably seen the reels about the shopping trip. And then after that, I started wearing all of these beautiful statement pieces that I have, which is funny because I don't have any of them on today while we're recording. But all of a sudden, even this thing I couldn't see, I was doing because I like them and they're pretty and they're interesting and they're expressive and they're fun and they're playful because it wasn't about everyone else anymore. And until that point, it was like, well, why pull this out of the box? No one's gonna see it. It's like, no, now I'm pulling it out of the box because I like it. And it's such a And small also you're thing. saying, yeah, you're saying to the universe as well, I'm ready. I'm also ready. 
you bring on anything that is happening anything any of those dreams or those bigger challenges you know what i'm ready to go and i think yeah. that is a really important part of all of this as well is like we've got to be life can be overwhelming and daunting and scary and it's like how do you get yourself in a place of bring it on readiness and that's what i'm it. hearing from you as well Ah, well, thanks. <laughs> nice to hear that back. <laughs> um, I will also throw out, um, your YouTube has uh, a few workshops and videos and things that if people do mm -hmm. want um, instruction and resources and reinforcement of all the things that we've talked about, you have those resources online. So where can people find you if they want to pick up this ball and run with it? Well, I do have um, a free Style Words workshop that you can go through yourself and do the process. Um, and that I will send the link but that you can find on YouTube um, if you head over to my website lulustory.com if you go to Instagram uh, which is lulustory under, underscore stylist um, yeah I mean I'm you know on all the channels you've got to be <laughs> <laughs> and check the spelling in the episode description for the website and for Instagram I follow Lulu if you want to just stalk my followers um, and I love it I love the boldness and the brightness and the reminder of the the different lens that you really bring to this work so thank you for your time being on the show thank you for your wisdom and and just personally thank you like check in since the time since we talked thank a month you. ago it's thank been you great for trusting me like i think that's the thing it's it's something that it can feel overwhelming but ultimately you you know what you need to do and lean into that little voice that's inside of you don't ignore it thank you Thank you so much. And our dear listeners, we'd love to hear any thoughts, comments, concerns, feedback, ideas that you have. And you can email me. It's info at darlene.coach on an Instagram. That's also darlene.coach. You could check out the Substack for the show. It's better than fine.substack.com. Of course, if you haven't subscribed, please go ahead and do that. Like, share, comment, do all the things. Leave us a review because it does help the algorithm make it all better. Take good care of yourselves and be well.